0: Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for sharing these next few moments with me as we sit with the Holy Spirit and let him pull back the veil on a truth that is rich and deep and authentic and transformative. To be quite transparent, I did not know this truth 48 hours ago. It's something he has recently shown and it is so fat with love and mercy and hope and power and encouragement. It is simply a love gift from him to you. Recently, we've been talking about the spirit soul journey. Of how in our spirit we receive him and we receive revelation and his love. And yet our soul sometimes carries wounds and misunderstandings and even inaccurate beliefs about him. And all of those block. It blocks the power of the spirit from moving from our spirit into inhabiting our soul. In the last couple of days, I've also been undone by a tiny little phrase. God gave himself to us. I know to some of you that's not new, but it's hit me in a new place that simply undoes me with the grace and the heart of servanthood and the bigness of the heart of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. For indeed, they each have given themselves to us without reservation. They have made a way, made their full beings available to us, invited us into relationship, invited us to be joint heirs, and even higher than that, invited us To be recreated in their image. And the seed of that is inside every one of us. For the Father who is love has put his DNA inside each one of us. That we are to carry his love in a unique way that no man, woman, or child has ever done in the history of this earth. And because the enemy is so afraid of anyone who can perceive God has given himself, much less receive that fullness from God. From the time we come out of our mother's womb, the enemy seeks to wound our soul, block us from the free giving and receiving of love with him, with the Lord. And so our journey is to receive his fullness in our spirit, and then allow the working out of that salvation to flow into our soul, our mind, our emotions, our will, our relationships, everything about our being. So that the dream of the Father, the sacrifice of the Son, the presence of the Spirit within us will not be for nothing But their fullness will be met by us receiving and living in their fullness. It's us being positioned to receive the fullness of a love gift. I really just want to share one passage with you. It's fat, (laughs) it's fat with love and hope and clarity. It's in Ephesians chapter 3. Let me read it to you if I may. It starts in verse 8. And when you step into verse 8, you're stepping in to the heart of Paul. It's as if Paul's pulled back the veil and he's talking to us best friend to best friend. It's the kind of conversation you have with a friend who really knows your spirit. And understands your hunger. And understands that all you live for is for him. And so Paul does us the honor and says, well, to me, though I'm the very least of all the saints, this grace was given. And the grace was for me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. It's like, this is what I was created for. This is the way the Father created me to release his love to the Gentiles and to everyone so that the mystery can be revealed. And you think, what's he talking about? And he just pulls back the veil deeper and invites us into his secret place with God and says, this is what he revealed to me. And his next few lines were never written by anyone else in Scripture. This is Paul saying, come into my secret place. And he says, this is what I've learned. That through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Paul says, yes, I see the mystery of salvation. That you are saved and I am saved and that we are saved and transformed and sealed by the blood. He said, but all the angels, all the powers of darkness and rulers of darkness, they don't understand salvation because it's not available to them. And they do not understand the mystery of a God who gives himself And they do not understand the grace that God has given himself to human beings who are so limited. And they do not understand that when human beings can receive the fullness of God, they begin to be in his image. And release his heart and love to the world. Paul says this is one of the assignments, the high callings, the honors of the church. And you can feel Paul is in awe about this. And he's expanded in his soul and expanded in his spirit. And he's, you can just feel him thinking of all the believers that he loves, all the situations he's seen in the church, all the times when he's seen people with a passionate love for Jesus, but wounds in their soul sabotage their DNA or their relationships. And it's like this combination of high revelation and yet deep understanding of the reality of how we live. And he literally says, for this reason, I collapse. I bow my knee before the Father. And in this place of deep love for the body of Christ, Paul ekes out another revelation. He said, did you know the Father? Father. Has a name for every family in heaven and earth, a tender name. He says, I just follow my knees. I don't know how to reconcile this high revelation to the reality of who we are as a church. So I'm not even praying my ideas, I'm not praying according to my faith, I'm praying according to the riches of His glory. This prayer comes out of his glory, his love, his sovereignty, his humility. And then the prayer begins to flow directly from the Holy Spirit. That out of the riches of his glory, the Lord may grant us to be strengthened with power through his spirit in our inner being. And the word for inner being is in your soul. This prayer is for your soul. And for the healing and transformation that causes your soul and spirit to move in unison, in oneness. He says, I pray that the power of the spirit will hit your soul right now. so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith hearts is another word for soul paul's giving us a picture that the spirit of christ is in our spirit but he's saying that's that's not enough we've got to have the power of the holy spirit that just pushes and removes every block between your spirit and your soul so that Christ can move from your spirit and fill up your soul and dwell in your soul, dwell in your memories, your past, your present, your future, your mind, your emotions, your relationships, so that Christ may dwell in your soul by faith. And when that happens you will begin to be truly and personally rooted and grounded in love. When the love of Christ moves from your spirit and you welcome it into your soul, not by works, not by effort, not by decision, but say, Oh Holy Spirit, Give me the power in my soul to swing wide the gate for Christ to fill up my soul so that I can be rooted and grounded in love. And these little phrases show a progression. The power of the Holy Spirit moves in me the blocks in my soul bow, and more and more, bit by bit, Christ moves and begins to dwell in places in my soul where He heals me and removes my doubts and my uncertainties. And now I'm bit by bit like an oak of righteousness. I'm a little sapling. I'm being rooted in the Lord. But I'm growing and my roots are growing. And the word for grounded was like setting a foundation of a house or a temple. It's like bit by bit. my Even my soul is becoming a foundation for the temple of the Holy Spirit to be in my spirit and in my soul. And as Christ's love overtakes my soul and every part of my soul, verse 18, then I will have the strength, you will have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ. it's a progression as the Christ dwells in my soul I'm bit by bit transformed into his image rooted and grounded in him and now there's a strength in my soul I have a strength in my soul and I'm beginning to see Heights and depths and widths and breadths of his love that I never knew existed. And it is creating a strength in me that is immovable. And in verse 19, and I'm growing to know the love of Christ. And the word know is an intimate personal friendship. In some places it's used of a husband and wife only. I'm making this journey with him in my soul. And the next line is very curious in the English. To know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. This is one of the most powerful, beautiful, hidden gifts from the Holy Spirit. Do you remember in verse 18 that I may have the strength to comprehend is what the English says, but it's not translated comprehend in other places in the New Testament. As a matter of fact, in John chapter 1, when he's talking about, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and he moves on. And in verse 5, he says, And the light overcame the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it. The Greek word is katalumbano, It was a military term for when one soldier so quickly and completely overtook and defeated the enemy. The enemy didn't even have time to defend. And in John 1, John writes, this was the power of the light, Jesus Christ. He so quickly and thoroughly overcame darkness. And Paul is saying, if you will walk this journey... And let the love of Christ grow and dwell in your soul, getting rooted and grounded in him. It will begin to give you strength. And then you'll develop such a closeness, such an intimacy, such a oneness with Christ that will surpass knowledge. It will comprehend your comprehending, your kata lumbano of the power of his love growing in you will surpass, overcome, defeat, diminish knowledge. And that word knowledge is what we think we know, but it has no relational connection to Jesus. It is knowledge that is mental ascent, From religion, legalism, control, need to know, leaning on things in the world, the knowledge that we think we can trust and we don't even know it was birthed out of a reaction to our wounds in our soul. He says, whatever that knowledge is in you that is not based in Christ, that's what's blocking your DNA. And that's what's blocking you. And he said, it's all right. Be at peace. I am falling on my knees. And out of the riches of his glory, may his power hit you. And may it fill you with such a strength in your soul. That it's greater than any other strength or desire in your soul. And Christ is enveloped and included and invited into your soul. And he becomes rooted and grounded as you grow in intimacy with him. And then there's a point when you're so strong in love. The balance is tipped. And now there is within you the power to comprehend, to katalambanu, take victory over knowledge that is not from the Lord. And he says, then you will be full of the fullness of God. That God who gave himself for you will not just be in your spirit and you're in and out of your spirit and in and out of your soul back and forth, but if you will let the Holy Spirit, if you will invite the Holy Spirit to say, strengthen me with power, in my soul, Holy Spirit, give me the power to receive all the love He has for me. Give me the power to see new breadths and depths and heights and lengths of His love. Give me the power to move deeper in oneness with Jesus. And a strength will rise up. And the power of your oneness in love with Jesus will quickly and suddenly tip the balance. And the knowledge that has never been of Jesus, that is in you, the lies, the distortions, will be quickly defeated. Bow and leave. And the flow between your spirit and soul will be wide open. And you will have the fullness of the Christ. Alive and well. Not just in your spirit that you tap in occasionally. But now it's in your soul. And you are living everyday life. Through the indwelling Christ. And in that journey. Bit by bit the DNA of how to lose his love in this world that only you carry will come out of hiding and become more evident and more powerful until it's the only DNA in you. And Paul understands with awe and wonder and excitement that if we make this journey, we will indeed with all our soul agree with verse 20 that now to him who was able to do far more abundantly than all I could have asked or thought according to the power of the spirit at work within now we're positioned for him to have the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of Jesus, and according to the riches of his glory, I agree with this prayer for you. May you be strengthened with the power of the Spirit in your soul with Christ dwelling in your soul. And the love and the oneness between the two of you to grow in such a way that everything else that's not of him is defeated and leaves. And you become one of his beloved, full, of Jesus, and full and living out of the gift of your God-given DNA.